Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It is Thursday here on Political Coffee. So, what do you think about the fact that ODOT, you know, Oregon Department of Transportation, would spend, and I kid you not, folks, $2.7 billion would take $2.7 billion from you and I, the people that are going to have to pay tolls. $2.7 billion to collect $400 million? We're going to talk to John Lay about that. He's a good friend of mine is retired uh, Delta Airlines pilot who is a du jour of watching wasteful government spending, not only in Oregon, but in Washington. We're going to talk to him at the bottom of the hour. He authored, found this information, and he authored a piece about it in the uh, Columbia County today. Talk with him about that. He was on Lars about this the day that the story broke, which was a couple of days ago. So, it In order to raise $369 million, ODOT wants to take $2.7 billion of your money to raise $369 million. And that's the low end of the tolling rates, folks. The high end is $3.5 billion to collect less than $400 million. Now, I mean, this is, this is, the way to think about this is only in government, only in Oregon government, is it okay to use a, a credit card that charges you 85% of what you just spent? Just let that sink in for a moment. Lots of other things to talk about, including this. What is the event that Google is preparing for? Google apparently is changing its content rules in anticipation of a quote-unquote sensitive event happening from February onwards. What would that be? Is it a black swan event that causes massive economic upheaval in America? World? Is it World War III? What is it? that Google would be preparing for, quote-unquote, the event. Got any ideas? Lots going on here in Oregon. And by the way, thanks to uh, a state employee who shall never be named and a couple of other people sending me an Oregon Capital Chronicle article called Timber Industry. Here's the headline. Timber Industry is tied to a proposal shifting wildfire protection costs from landowners to who? To you. And me. How would you like to pay a $10 fee as a property 
owner in Oregon, doesn't matter what kind of property it is, a $10 fee to pay for wildfires. Raising an estimated $20 million a year. Which is about 15% of the total cost for wildfire protection in 2024. This is a proposal brought forward by who? A Democrat senator from Portland. A doctor, Senator Elizabeth Steiner Hayward. Well, it used to be Hayward. I think she got divorced. Now it's just Steiner. So anyway, uh, I, I just... I'm throwing a lot of things out there, but how would you, as a as a property owner in Salem, say, or any other city around here, having nothing to do with wildfires, how would you like to have to start paying a fee to pay for wildfires, say, on Weyerhaeuser's land hmm? or Boise Cascade's land? Or maybe if I, as a, and I don't own any, but let's say I did. How would do you think it's fair that you should pay for helping to pay for some of my wildfire costs? What do you think about that? 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC talk line. Now it's more complicated than this, but come on, folks. <laughs> how how is that fair? Huh? Well, you could say that it's fair, and, and call or hang on. I'm going to get to you in a second here. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC. Call in talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Now, you could argue that because of the state's policies of not managing our forests and locking them up, letting them become the next tinderbox to explode and destroy not only the asset of the timber, but all of the flora and the fauna, the animals and the wildlife. You could say that it's because of their policies that they owe it to me because I, as the private landowner, I'm going to be impacted by that. How? Well, it's pretty simple. The state doesn't manage its forests well. Fire breaks out because they don't manage it well, and it burns my forest as a private timber owner. Shouldn't the state have to pay for that? What do you guys think about that? 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Also, big problem, paid leave, as typical in Oregon, the paid leave program is a mess. In fact, they've had to double the number of employees they now have 25 dedicated fraud and investigation employees folks they're it's typical of oregon bureaucracy just think back to the medical marijuana thing they had 250 million dollars sitting there a year after the new tax on medical marijuana went into effect they couldn't figure out how to distribute it how to spend it it's bureaucratic bureaucratic incompetence at the highest levels now, I'm not talking about you state employees or the worker bees. Those of you who are working within the paid leave program, I'm sure you see all of this and you're trying to do your best. Bottom line, it is usually the people at the top that are the problem. Almost always. This is Oregon, after all. Another story of incompetence in the bureaucracy. 
unbelievable. Except it is believable. It's Oregon. Let's go to our caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you? And uh, oh, wait a minute, Jeff. It's uh, not telling you who I am. Well, That's so not very good. It, for some reason, it, it Art, it's not coming up on the screen. That it's oh, your number. Oh, my well, bad. Hopefully, it will the next time. I'm on my iPhone, yeah. which I've been calling in. Okay. Last time, but anyways, um, Jeff. God, I love you, man. And I'm going to make a suggestion here. The time is right now. We need to start the war room because there's a lot of stuff going on. And we have to be on top of all this stuff. And we have to stop our elected governor and the Democrats from ruining our state any more than they already are. Uh, half a billion dollars more for affordable housing, which we were talking yesterday about. Uh, it's no, ridiculous. It, it's worse than that, Art. She wants three, Tina Kotek wants $3 billion for affordable housing and wants us to pay a whole bunch of new taxes to pay for it. Why is it your responsibility or my responsibility well, well, exactly. to provide affordable and, housing and for anybody? And Exactly. That's what I did say yesterday. But, Jeff, these are really critical times, and unfortunately we got a short session coming up, and you know how these people are. We need to start the war room. We need to definitely... Uh, go to the Ways and Means Committee and saying, hey, this is unacceptable, and you damn well better not appropriate any more funding for this supposed affordable housing crisis. It don't take money to solve this problem. It takes leadership, Jeff, and you know as well as I do the bureaucracy has made it so difficult for housing that if they get rid of all the taxes and the red tape, which doesn't cost any money, then things will get better. They're the problem, Jeff. Totally, but let, let me ask you this question. Whose responsibility is Is that the state or is that each individual city? that imposes those regulation burdens, those system development charges, isn't that up to them? It's both. Okay, because the Democrats have passed stupid laws, like we talked about, uh, you know, yesterday. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and that's the deal. It's on, it's on both ends. We, we have to put pressure... On, on on our local government, okay, uh, but throwing money at it ain't going to resolve it, Jeff. It's a doggone laws and rules and regulations, and quite yes. frankly, I don't want yes. a bunch more uh, apartment complexes in my city because that's where these gangs and these drug people collect, and we have problems there. So you know what I'm talking about, Jeff. But we need to start the war room 
now, I believe, and be proactive because this session can really screw us up even more than we're already screwed up. Well, I got great news for you, Art. We are working on getting the war room all set up and ready to go as soon as the February session gets started. Great point. Thanks, Art. As always, we'll try to figure out how come your phone number is not coming up as it normally does. I appreciate okay, well, your... it. Probably, it probably will next time, Jeff, because, uh, you know, my house phone uh, sometimes is good reception and sometimes isn't. And I wanted to make sure that every word I said this morning uh, was heard quite clearly. We need to unite. We need to be proactive. And we need to start right now talking to our senators and representatives and saying, hey, this is not acceptable what you guys are trying to do again, and we're going to expose you and we're going to fight you every bit of the way, especially Republican leadership needs to jump up and start being proactive to protect our rights. Great. Thanks, Art. I appreciate it as always, friend. That's what Art thinks about all of this nonsense going on, folks. And it's nonsense. Another tax on your private property to pay for my wildfire fighting costs or even a portion of it? Why is that your responsibility? And Oregon's paid leave program fails, can't get launched, failure to launch, according to that movie. What do you think about that? There's more. Let's talk about it all in 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us today. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails, of course, always to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. So, Christine Drazen's out there. You know, she, look, folks, she's going to run for something, probably Secretary of State. She's saying lawmakers should repeal Measure 110. Yeah. And then House Republicans have issued a statement on the Measure 110 audit. Okay. Now, this made national news and now we have an audit that just talks about this is a state audit the failures failures of measure 110 so the question is will anybody fix it and why would they other news out there our today's wasteful spending update You're not going to believe. Well, you, you will. I mean, it's the federal government, okay? This is by my my old buddy, Adam Andreski. Folks, 
the Biden administration just gave $100,000 so that Palestinian girls could learn for 200 adolescent Palestinian girls and young women to participate in weekly running and wellness sessions. Now, they awarded this funny, this, yeah, I want to say funny money, but this, this money in September, just before Hamas attacked. It's a two-year initiative called Free to Run. It's a Connecticut-based nonprofit, most likely liberals, and most likely recycles a bunch of this money back to Democrat candidates' pockets. You wait. To increase the opportunity for women and girls to engage in public life using sport as a tool of empowerment and education. Is that something that you and I should should fund? Hmm? And then, of course, the founder of the group, you know, the nonprofit, just happens to be the chief of refugee protection division for the United Nations, the United Nations Relief Works Agency. You know, this is the agency that has been not only sharing ties with Hamas, but they, their Telegram group celebrating the attack against the Jews. So, the chief of this federal agency also happens to be the founder of Free to Run to get the hundred thousand dollars. Hmm. First of all, shouldn't there be a conflict of interest there? That's the first thing. Second thing is how much of it is getting kicked back. What you do then is you look up this woman or members of her family and find out, are they giving money to any Democrats? Just saying, folks, that's kind of how it works. I'm also saying, folks, that I want to encourage you to talk to PacWest Lobby Group. You know, Art just talked about something that's really profound, is, is that we need to be watchful for what the legislature is going to do in this upcoming February session. This Democrat senator is floating a $10 fee, a state tax on your property to help fund 15% of wildfire protection costs. That would likely come out of this. Now, PacWest Lobby lobbies the legislature. They also lobby local governments because if you want to make on another topic, housing affordable, because Tina Kotek wants $3 billion in new taxes from you and me. Where do you do that? Where do you start? Do you start at the legislature or do you start at local government? Well, PacWest Lobby lobbies local governments in addition to the legislature. They also do campaigns. They also do association management. So if you have an association of any type, they help manage them. That's where they have their levels of expertise. We've got a great team. Why don't you check them out? PWLobby.com. PacWest Lobby. PWLobby.com. So Clark County today. 
published a piece by John Lay, whom we're going to interview here. And it came out Monday. We're going to talk to John here in just a few minutes at the bottom of the hour. Here's the headline. ODOT's 86% cost of collecting tolls on I-205 is revealed. The subheadline is tolling plan will take over $2.7 billion from people to raise $400 million. And what's unbelievable about this is that ODOT's okay with that. ODOT thinks that's just fine. What do you think? 503-589-1220 is a power Buick GMC talk line. Um, tomorrow, by the way, in a related um, story, we're going to have on Dean Sir, who's one of the principals behind Vote Before Tolls, to talk about how you can help sign the petition to stop, at least give us a chance to stop this magic. Collecting 2.7 billion from you and I so they can actually raise only $400 million. Where does the 2.3 billion go? But we'll talk with John Lay about that on the other side of this. Don't play. It's 6.30. You don't want to miss this. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Great to be with you. It is Thursday. That means tomorrow's Friday. And, of course, that's... Freedom Friday here on Political Coffee. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about tomorrow, but not today. Today, I'm focusing on something else. And in just a moment, we're going to talk with John Lay, who's penned to this really stunning article about ODOT spending 86% of the revenues it collects on tolling, predicting that 86% for the cost of collecting the tolls. Not the other way around, which is what it ought to be. Actually, none of it ought to be. Doing. Anyway, we're going to talk with John about that in the great piece he wrote in Clark County today about that. I will have that link to that article up on the show plan. Hey, you know, it's going to get incredibly cold in just the next coming. We may have snow this weekend. Is your heating system up for handling that? If it isn't, today. Don't procrastinate. You need to call Freedom Heating and Air today. And they'll come out today or tomorrow, and they'll check it out. They'll fix whatever's wrong. Give them a call, 503-580-1456. It's going to be a really cold weekend. Call them. Don't suffer in the cold. You don't want that thing to fail on you when you need it the most. Call them today, 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. John Lay's retired airline pilot 
and a guy who lives across the river from Portland in Clark County. He's been a bulldog on this whole issue of Oregon and Washington transportation issues, especially tolling and the CRC bridge. John Lay, good morning. Welcome to you. Good morning, Jeff. You teed up the discussion wonderfully, only with a government bureaucrat. Think it's okay to use a credit card that charges you 86% of revenues, and what a great way to steal money from the people. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's just... I know you talked about this uh, on on Lars's show, and, and good for you for doing that because people need to understand all around the state of Oregon, including us right here in Salem, this issue affects us, and it affects us because ODOT's already talking about tolling other roads, not just I-205. Now it's Highway 26, it's 217. What's going to stop them from tolling most of the roads in this state because ODOT apparently thinks this kind of thing is okay. It's just stunning. How did you find this information, by the way? (laughs) Well, my friend, um, the nexus of all of this goes back to HB 2017. In 2017, where the legislature passed a $5 billion transportation package, and in it, they included language that asked ODOT to study polling as a possible new source of revenue. All it was was study it. Uh-oh. We just lost him. Hopefully he'll he'll call back in. Um, yeah, they were supposed to study it. Well, they have. And John, are you back with us? Yes, sir. Okay. So, so they were supposed to. So, so this is going to go fast. So, so keep rolling here, and 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 let's get to the crux of the issue. But so they were going to study it, and they spent three years to four years studying, and then they passed another bill that authorized ODOT to begin the collection of it. And we fast forward. The language allows them to implement tolling on any road in the state of Oregon that they want. So you nailed that. And of course, they're picking in Portland and they're looking at two different kinds of tolls. One is tolls for specific projects. Okay, um, so we keep losing him. This is um, a problem we've had before. Um, um, When he, Um, John, are you back with us now? Okay, so. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, yeah. So, so are you on a cell phone? Yes, sir. Okay. Do you have a landline we can call you on? I do not. Okay. All right. Um, so, I'm going to send your cell number to Amanda because I don't want you to say it on the air. And I'm going to send it to her and I'm going to have her call you. When you drop out again in a moment, because it's going to happen again. Don't know why it does this sometimes, but it does. I understand, my friend. Okay. All right. So I, I just sent her your number. So when it drops out, then she'll call you. Anyway, so so what happened is they had this meeting of this advisory group, and 
this information came out then or did it come out later? So literally the information came out this fall. ODOT has alphabet soup committees to allegedly listen to local legislators and citizens. And the West Lynn mayor is on one of those alphabet suit committees, Mayor Rory Bielostowski. And he asked, you're going to raise this money via tolling, but what's the cost of collection? You say. Okay, Amanda, we lost him. So why don't you call him and see if that doesn't help? So we'll, we'll get back uh, to it, folks, here. So the mayor asked, what's the cost? And you know I what the answer is? There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. But so, so the Westland mayor raised the money, raised the question. Raised the issue. The yeah. ODOT didn't give him the answer, so he filed a public records request. And he got the information in mid-December the amazing aspect of it was instead of telling him and being honest and upfront, ODOT had this information last August, but they buried it and they refused to tell the members of their own committee the truth when they had the information. And so Mayor Rory did a very simple flame forward calculation on this and said, oh my gosh, for the people in his community, the first six trips you take and pay tolls on the I-205 Abernathy Bridge, you're going to be paying for the cost of collection. Only on your seventh trip will your money actually go to pay for the cost of the bridge. It's such an outrageous waste of the people's money. Absolutely. So they... So, so not only is it an outrageous waste of the money, but they hid it. Yes. And has anybody and, been held accountable? Well, not yet. They're squirming, um, of course, because now we are revealing this. There's a uh, website, Oregon Tolling Updates, that was started by the Tualatin Chamber of Commerce that actually did an interview with the Westland mayor and they published it about a week ago. I heard that interview and said, oh my gosh, and wrote the article that then hit the press on Monday. But of course, as you know, the press loved the Democrats and ODOT and all the bureaucracy. Not a single other news source has picked it up. And so delightfully, you and Lars have allowed me to try and spread the word, but uh very few people understand how horrible this is. And it's just an amazing thing that government thinks it's okay to pick your pocket for between $2.7 billion and $3.5 billion and only take about $400 million of it in, to actually pay for the project they're borrowing. Another uh, it, aspect. Unbelievable. Go ahead. No, un unbelievable, Another folks. Um, I'm going to have a link to OregonTollingUpdates.com. Uh, this is, again, the Tualatin Chamber of Commerce. I'm going to have that so you can read it. There's lots of stuff there. John, thanks for sharing that, uh, this thing. In the last minute and a half we have left here, how can people help you 
fight this insanity of spending 86% of all the toll money collected so far to pay for collecting the tolls? How can they help you push back against that? The most important thing is by downloading and signing IP4, which will guarantee a vote before tolls, and you're going to have Dean Sewer on tomorrow I am, to talk yes. about that. And that's wonderful. The other thing is read the article at ClarkCountyToday.com and then write your legislators. Call them, inform them, inform them that this is an outrageous waste of the people's money as well as you can write letters to the editor to help spread the word and, of course, call my dear friend Jeff Croft to continue educating the people about this ridiculous bone dial. Thanks so much, John Lay. Great job in writing this article. Nobody knew about this until you put it out there. Good. It's 648. Back in a moment. What do you guys think about this? Hmm? Love to get your thoughts. No, that's not poverty. Hey, believers have light on their faces as they march through town to the riverside. They baptize believers in this celebration. Stop the car. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. My pillow. Boy, do they have great products that make your life better. They do mine. Any of you have purchased my pillow products? And I hear from you, and I first of all, I'm grateful. Thank you for that, because you're helping Mike Lindell, and you're helping us at KSLM in this radio show fight the good fight for election integrity. More importantly, you're also doing yourself something good, sleeping good, great on those My Pillow 2.0 pillows, the body pillow that I use that really does help me sleep better. Those incredible sheets, the Giza Dream sheets that I sleep on, and they have the flannel sheets now. The towel sets that are unlike any towel I've ever used. It truly does absorb water. And it keeps absorbing after many, many laundering cycles. Not to mention the my slippers. You just go on and on. Folks, if you purchase products at huge discounts from my pillow, you'll not only be glad that you did. Your body will thank you. Your friends will thank you. Your family will thank you. You'll also support liberty and the fight for liberty. So go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code PC23. PC23. Save big. Thank you for those of you who've done it. Stand up for your liberty. Doug writes about toll roads are typical boondoggles. Now, I'm going to read his email, then I'm going to tell you more from John Lay's article in Clark County today. Because it reinforces exactly what Doug's about to say. He writes, should we be surprised that bureaucrats are pushing for tolls and checkpoints? 
as long as they can print $2.7 billion for tolls and whatever pittance they can glean from you, controlling your comings and goings while maintaining their power and authority over you, can we blame all that? Don't blame the clown for being a clown when you are the one who went to the circus. Graft from the state is a way of life. So what Doug's saying, yeah, we don't like it. ODOT is, shouldn't be okay with spending 86% of the revenue it collects from tolls to collect the tolls, which means very little money is actually going to pay off the billions they're going to spend. Billions, folks. At high interest rates, by the way. Have you seen the interest rates? The fact that we elect people who pass laws that make this okay. That's what he's getting at, and he's right. Now, John Lay talks about the Washington State Transportation Commission. Indicates that that downtown Seattle tunnel is permanently underwater and will never be able to fully pay off the borrowed money. Let me say that again. We'll never be able to pay off the borrowed money. The I-405-SR-167 tolling system, this is what they have up in Seattle, has had in 2020 a cost of collection of 68%. Now, if they can't pay off their tunnel collecting 68, using 68% of the money to collect the tolls, how are we ever going to be able to pay off the incredible amount of money it's going to take to do what we're talking now with 86% collection? It's absurd. So you know what Washington State is talking about doing now? Right now, the minimum toll for a one-way trip on I-405 today is $10. They want to raise it from $10 to $18. Plus, they might create three separate zones, meaning a person could pay $54 for a one-way trip through all three zones if it's implemented. I just want you to let that sink in because in Oregon, they're only talking about, well, you know, we, we might charge a toll from $1.80 up to $5.60 for a one-way trip across the Abernathy Bridge. Just think about this, folks. Look at what's happening, the disaster, the boondoggle this is, as Doug is 100% correct, the boondoggle this is in Washington State. Look how much they're paying now and what they're even thinking about raising it to. Because the cost of collection is outrageous, and they want to do that here, and ODOT's okay with it. John's right. Until you get involved and start talking to your elected leaders about this, you're going to pay it. You're the people that Doug referred to. Don't blame the clown, in this case, ODOT, for being a clown. When you're the one who went to the circus, you and I have allowed elections, corrupt elections to take place in the state 
Thereby, we're going to the circus. And the clown is just doing what clowns do. Marxists are just doing what Marxists do. Thank God that we have some great state employees who send us tips on this insanity because they can't believe it either. Don't blame them. You blame the people at the higher ups, the management, the committees that are okay with this insanity. And they're appointed by governors. Again, elections matter. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. Go Beavs. Hey, Jeff. Go Docs. So the, what, uh, this is no surprise. Uh, the boondoggles that they uh, put together. I was driving across to Seattle a year or so ago. And uh, they started sending me letters for collection of three fifty or something, three dollars or something like that. You couldn't figure out which lanes were taxed and which lanes weren't. You weren't thinking, and you got to figure they got to chase every car outside of the state that goes through. You, they're going to be sending letters to Florida. Uh, trying to collect money, and I did pay it after the third or fourth letter, but how how do you manage this? It's another one of their boondoggles. It sounds really good on paper, and then when you find out it's 85% of collection, and then you got to put in the, the infrastructure to uh, have uh, cameras and so forth to tax the people, it just like normal makes no sense everybody lies about it uh everybody accepts these lies as the truth and the thing goes on and on and on so how do we fix that for one you stop the lies it's like the uh thing i testified at last week for the forests some lady said last two years were the hottest years in history of the earth, you know, promoting global warming. And as it turns out, the last two years, the temperatures went down in record amounts. Everybody lies about everything to get every uh, to get the things done for the because uh, the ends justify the means. Sadly, correct. Thanks so much, Gary. Go Thieves. Tomorrow, Dean Sir, the guy behind the petition to give us a chance to vote. Stop